Hello and welcome to the Can't Race for Shed podcast, the only CRS podcast this week where we both have a drink. This week's episode is called A Jimmy Friendly Time. I'm joined by my regular co-host Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy. Yes, good day, everybody. I'm full of uh, full of more energy than usual. I tell you what, this Jimmy Friendly Time is really working for Jimmy. There you go. We, we knew it would be better. It would. Uh, should we explain why we're at a Jimmy Friendly Time? Oh, go ahead. We'll we'll, we'll do the full ex- explanation. Jimmy is a proper working man now. He has an actual job where he has to do things. He gets dirty. Uh, yeah, I've started working in an iron foundry. So it's a lot of hard work. My feet are incredibly sore. I've developed a caffeine addiction, and I'm tired all the time. But other proper, than that, we're great. Work. <laughs> it is seriously hard work. I did. Uh, 37,000 steps yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's a good shout. But yeah, so unfortunately, I start every day at 5.45 in the morning, except Friday, which I start at 4 in the morning. That's lovely. <laughs> uh, so, which means we're unable to do our regular time slot. So unfortunately, we have to talk about the Australian Grand Prix before Grand Prix happened. It should be brilliant. Yeah, like I could, if, because I'm going to try and upload this for this afternoon because it's really relevant to obviously what's going to yes. happen. But logically, we should have just <laughs> come on and just said some really vague stuff about the Australian Grand Prix, like we had watched it and put it out tomorrow. Actually, do you know what? I know who won. Someone definitely won. Is that? Are we doing it, the vague statements now? Yes, I. I know who won. God, did you it see that? It was a man. It was a man. It was a man, and he was born a man, and he will most likely die a man. Potentially. Yes. <laughs> Do with that information it... what you will. <laughs> but it's, yeah, we'll, we'll just make vague statements. Did you see that thing that happened in the race? I did, actually. Oh, about I... lap number insert. Yeah, I was. It was crazy. I was shocked. There was, there was some really, there was some stuff. And then when the thing happened after that, good God, I was on the edge of my seat, all relaxed back because nothing happened. And then when the safety car did or didn't come out, oh my God! After that, potential <laughs> might have happened. Vs, I, I was <laughs> shocked. <laughs> oh. Good. That was the Australian Grand Prix. Congratulations there you go. You're to welcome. insert winner. <laughs> On the plus side, we've we have seen qualifying. We we have, and we've also seen a large amount of Canadian incompetence. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Do you no know matter what? which the... way you look at it, it's Canadian incompetence. For the first time, Sky weren't biased. They were like, oh, there's a bit of miscommunication there. Oh, not really sure he's fault. I'm sitting there screaming at the telly going... He fucking turned right. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> this role, the man uh... that has a habit of not checking his mirrors, turning in on people and leaving no room, and apparently he's managed to find a way on a straight. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> No, but it, it, it's almost as if he's had a, an accident where he didn't check his mirrors before, maybe with his current teammate. Well, this is the thing. I and had then... to ask this in the podcast, or in the actual motorsport chat. I'm like, I'm sure I've seen this before somewhere. Yeah, there was, what, 
Shanghai 2017 on the yeah. cooldown lap. Yeah, he and then moved across was, a Ferrari. And then there was Portugal with Lando Norris. Uh, no, that was that was Max. Oh, I thought it was Lando. Did he do it twice? I think he might have done it twice. Because I think he had contact with Max going into turn one. Yeah, and I think he had contact with Lando going into turn one. He's just really incompetent. Because you can look at several of the accidents he's had recently as well. And he just turns in. Like what he'd done to Albon at the last race. Albon was there. He just turned in as if Albon wasn't there and Albon gets a penalty for it. Yeah, we've established the FIA and penalties aren't the best. Yeah, it just we know baff- that. It just baffled me. And he said in the after qualifying interview before they went to obviously go talk to the stewards this afternoon. Yeah, I was checking my mirrors for the cars behind. No, you weren't. <laughs> what the hell? Who who knew the color blue was so hard to see? I just astonished. How incompetent you could be! I, I I honestly want to meet anyone who says it was Latifi's fault. Yeah, I like you know what I have this I have a real bugbear. Well, obviously you guys have dual carriage ways over in Australia, two lanes. Oh, yeah. Every, everywhere has them, motorways a lot, and it perplexes me how people crash on them because you have mirrors and you can look over your own it shoulder doesn't. to make sure you move when there isn't a car there that you're about to hit. There's there's lots of options there for you not to have an accident. And I've driven on motorways and dual carriageways a lot. At this point, I have not had an accident. But yeah. after watching this today, I'm like, oh, that's how it happens. You just have to be retarded. I watch a lot of dash cam compilation videos, especially oh, from get, Australia. I get so engrossed in them. Oh, I love them. I love that's, them so much. But I... I you should fully listen to, understand. Listen, start listening to the English ones with the sound on. English people I... swearing when they get no, hit. no. You should listen to the Australian ones with the sound on. No, it's no, hilarious. Yours. yours is a lot of swearing, whereas the English one is on occasions brilliant because they're so trying. They've just had an accident, or someone's pulled <laughs> out on them, and they're just trying not to swear, just <laughs> screaming. You silly bugger! You English people are so weak. Just call everyone a cunt and get it over with. I do. It's it's inherently something I do now. I get really bad road rage and I just scream at people belligerently. <laughs> but yeah, after after watching that incident now, I I now see how people have have those accidents and it's because they're fucking incompetent and shouldn't be in an F1 car. <laughs> on on the other hand, actually, actually to be fair, speaking of having several accidents recently, someone else who shouldn't be in an F1 car is the other Canadian. I'm what? telling you, it, eventually he's going to... What, Latifi? Yeah, he should not be in an F1 car. They're actually concerned about their yearly budget now already after round three because he's crashed so much. Yes. Uh, to be fair, this one wasn't his fault. I, I get their point. Absolutely. Um, that's no, definitely... But... Definitely, they got paid to rebuild that car, and although this one wasn't his fault, Saudi and they've already was. rebuilt parts of that car this weekend. Yeah, I will say Aston Martin. I think I've got to be questioning their budget now as well. 
Because, Martin have got to be questioning whoever designed that car. Well, me, they've got obviously the engine broke, which that's a cost to them. Yeah. Um, Seb then riding around. Brilliant. Well, then, yeah. Except the then, FIA don't think so. We'll get into that later because yeah. I have a rant. And then obviously Seb spaffed the car into the wall in FP3. Yep. Um, I don't know why they were rebuilding Strolls, why Strolls' car was such an issue. I'm sure someone will tell me, but I've, I haven't looked into it and it doesn't really seem relevant now. But obviously just got Stroll out and then Stroll fucking strolled himself into the Latifi, which actually got Seb out, who's now got a speeding in the pit lane fine. Oh, does he really? <laughs> yeah, he sped down oh, the pit for... lane to get out. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. But he was waiting in that line. Yeah, he sped to get to the back of it. So he, <sighs> he, has, a, he has a speeding in the pit lane fine. <laughs> but from, from what I've seen, St- Stroll has a three-place grid penalty um, when he was already starting last. So are they just going to move him back three places? <laughs> it might be safer for everyone. <laughs> and No, because he'll come in turn one with more speed. <laughs> oh yeah, let's not forget Stroll was also a part of the Hungary thing. Now I'm having to think back. Oh when yeah, Bottas was... decided to go bowling. Yes, he went bowling as well, didn't he? He did. So both Canadians are incompetent. Super nice, but largely incompetent. Do you know what? I think from what I, from what I've seen and heard, Nicholas Tifi, genuinely unbelievably nice guy. Stroll, oh, yeah. jury's out on him. Uh, the fact that he's trying to defend driving into Nicholas Latifi there, like someone at the team should have just turned to him and gone, "You're getting a penalty. It's probably best just to put your hands up and not look like twat. Yeah. Not stand in front of the camera, going, I was looking in my mirrors for cars behind me, and then no, I hit one. You <laughs> It was it was it was target practice, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, d- I didn't think Latifi needed to be in the race anymore. Someone needed a position. <laughs> oh. so, Although, uh, good news for fans of English teams: McLaren not so shit this weekend. Apparently, they have sorted their brake issue. Yay! And... and there's a lot of fast corners, which the McLaren seems to like. Yeah, eight stop and go corners. So the the McLaren is probably roughly where it should have been now two races ago, and now they can actually start at developing the thing. Um, yes, and it, it gives us Australians some hope that Daniel Ricciardo may not come last. I actually told my dad before I watched qualifying and free practice. I said, "Look, he hasn't watched F one for a while. He usually only watches the Australian Grand Prix, maybe Monaco from time to time." Yeah, right. I said, "Look." Don't be surprised if Ricardo comes last or near the back. All right, the car's a dog this year. Yeah, he goes really. Watch qualifying and made me look like a moron. Yeah, I, I, I think genuinely, I, like, I think Danny was saying in the pre-qualifying and all that interview said, but no, it's it's been that knock-on effect from the break. The car still has issues, but it slowed us down looking at those other issues and had a knock-on effect, and the brakes were such a big thing. But yeah, apparently it's not uh, fucking some duct tape and a couple of bits of cardboard fix now. It is a much better fix. Um, and I think that shows. 
from being back of the grid to now qual- out qualifying Mercedes. Well, one of their yeah. cars did. Um, although the onboard of Merck's porpoising this week. Holy oh, shit, there is going to be some actually, the headache. The onboard of everyone's porpoising from that newly revised section from, I think, because the corner numbers have changed. So I think it's like turn it's up to eight s- to turn nine. Yeah, it's just I was because obviously that camera is brilliant the way it shows the porpoising. I was watching the Ferraris, and the Ferraris is just a slower, more recoverable bounce, whereas the Mercedes is a really quick and violent bounce and just gets quicker. And the Ferraris just seem so much more obviously. Red Bull don't seem to be having an issue with with it anymore, but yeah, even the Ferraris bounce just looked slower and nicer, whereas the Merck's bounce was fucking nasty. But yeah, it's Merck still seeing more... George Russell still saying things about the car that's positive, but when they can get it there, it's really going to be there. When are they going to get it there, though? 2023? 2024 at this rate? Maybe. Yeah, it's quicker than Aston are going to get it there. Oh, God. Yeah. Has probably fell down through the field. Yeah, I, I don't know. Has to, has I guess, hit and miss this season. I reckon that's where they're well, going to end is, up. This is what's kind of making me think: How, is it just this track that's producing this? Because maybe, maybe, maybe the Hass is the opposite of the McLaren. It likes the stop-start sort of corners where they can use the sort well, of this Ferrari is... engine power. Alfa Romeo weren't exactly having a good time, and they've done all right qualifying the last two previous races. Yeah, they weren't there this week. Nope. Alpine all of a sudden shot up, and it was looking like Alonso might have been on for something good right until he in... bend it. Well, according to them, it was a hydraulics thing with a gear shift or something like that. But I was actually, it? I just think Alonso, he's old. He forgot where he was for a second and hit the wall. Yeah. So anyway, we yeah. should move on. We, we should got... move on to the sort of. Big question, I guess, before the race is decided. What does everyone think of the track? Not... I kind of like that awkward little... I'm glad they got rid of one of the DRS um, zones. Well, yeah, they were going to run with four and that would have been ridiculous. I was actually quite worried about that corner as a whole being in the middle of a DRS zone. Especially with the porpoising the cars are having, you're just going to get oh. rear end jumping out. I think that would have been really stupid. Yeah. Um, would not have been the ideal thing. I, I like what they've obviously tried to do: open up the apexes a bit and make overtaking more of an option. Um, yeah. I, I'm not sure. I'm 100 percent with the getting rid of that sort of middle chicane that they had. I am 100 percent. I, I, I just kind of looked at that and went, yeah, but we're not really going to get any more overtaking into the quick chicane. It's not a big enough braking zone. So I know the cars can follow now and they'll follow through that, but I, I don't know. This is, it's, it's, still, it's still Melbourne. And I like that. They, they've not butchered it into something completely different completely from. Completely different. Yeah, and everyone looks at tracks with nostalgia. Like the moment they were talking about changing anything about Rouge and Radion. Yeah. It's the same thing. I just didn't want them to butcher the track and just turn it into his Saudi Arabia 2.0. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, and I also like the fact that they got a lot of people who know what they're doing involved. So some people who were involved in Mark Scaife, one of the most successful V8 supercar drivers of all time, Daniel Ricciardo, Mick Doohan, a five-time MotoGP world champion and excellent car racer, uh, and Mark Webber. All were, design- all were involved in designing and reprofiling these corners. Okay, so the exact opposite of what they clearly chose to do because that is the one bit of news we have. Um, the opposite of what they looks like they've done with the um, Las Vegas race. Yes. The Las Vegas race, and I know there's a lot of memes about it. looks like they looked at, I think, well, what is it, like Tokyo or something from the old Gran Turismo games? Mm. And they just went, yeah, we'll flip that. Yeah. yeah. Job it's, done. That looks like a four kilometer straight on the thing. Yes, although I do like that. That's my favorite bit. Well, just if anyone who, anyone who knows me knows that I love tracks with a long straight. Yeah, I know, but it's a long straight, and then there's like I, I, I like my, like I'm very much an old school track sort of person. I, I really like my spas, those drivers tracks, the the flowy with a bit, couple of tight bits for technicalness, but. Nice flowy circuit, not straight, cor- tight ninety degree corner, straight ninety degree corner. I like, I hate Baku, I hate the way it looks. I've driven it on the F one games. I just don't. I like, like the it. straight though. Yeah, but I just don't want every F one track to become that. Because Saudi Arabia is basically a straight broken up with a couple of corners to make it go round in a circuit. Yes, and I, it's just a constant straights thing that's we're, we're starting to edge dangerously towards just being IndyCar maybe I I really like the layout I want to go on record as saying I really like it what the Australia yeah all right yeah yeah I've, I've, again if it helps because Australia's never been exactly an overtakey track if it helps with that and we get some really good racing all for it I um, have watched the support races and there is a lot more overtaking than there usually was. Race six of the V8 supercars, they were going three wide into quite a lot of corners. Yeah, see that? Um, that gives me a bit of hope. Oh, yeah. Also, my second favourite category of all time behind the stadium super trucks, uh, the S5000s, the Australian S5000s, which are open wheelers with very tiny front wheels, very large big wheels, and a 5-litre V8 in the middle. They had quite a lot of overtaking as well, and they don't have DRS. Wonderbar. So there was some overtaking in there too, which that, that does give me volumes, I think. A, a little bit of hope. Just but it, like, like I said, they haven't taken the essence away from... Um, yeah, you can still recognise that it's Melbourne. They've yeah. really just widened a couple of things, tightened a couple of things, and then just removed that chicane. Everything else about it is still Melbourne. Yeah, and that gives me a, a bit of hope, and I like that. It is still Melbourne. Because that would have been... Oh, that would have been a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, if it, if it just removed the... The, the essence of the track, really. That's what I'm trying to get to. Is is just if they hock and the holy hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. It it, it just although I do me. like the new hock and <laughs> Do you know why? 
Because we're racing there tonight? Yes, but also it's got a long straight that kind of is a corner, but it's a long straight. Yep, I was just before the podcast driving on it, and it... <laughs> look at look at Jimmy's favourite tracks. Phillip Island has a 900 metre straight. Monza is just a, just a whole bunch of big straights. The Algarve, that's a, that's a fairly long straight. I like Barcelona, that's got a long straight on it. Magello, that's a long straight. Basically, put a long straight on your track. Even Paul Ricard is made better by the long straight. Is that where you're going? Just as long as it's long straight, you're... Well, I don't like Paul Ricard because the rest of the track is utter shit. But I like it a lot more because it has the long straight. In fact, I don't think I like a track with a short straight. Monaco has its uses... I don't like Monaco. <laughs> as a as an F one track, Monaco is a horrible track. Or maybe Brands Hatch. It's probably one of the only tracks I like without a long straight on it. Yeah, Brands Hatch is is good enough. It's got some really great corners in it. Because yeah, the 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 back sector that sort of makes the GP circuit is one of my favourite bits of track in all of England. Yeah, yeah. So I really like that bit because if you get it right, it's really satisfying bit of track to drive. Oh yeah. Get it wrong, and you're in a wall quite hard. Yeah, yeah. I fair. used to like I used to like Alton Park, and I used to like Donington. I don't like hate them, but I don't like them as much as I used to. I quite like Alton Park, but in the right cars. Oh yeah, if you pick anything too fast for Alton Park, you you're in trouble. I think like TCR cars are probably best for Alton Park. Yeah, yeah, I I, I would want to chuck a touring car around there as opposed to I I wouldn't want to take a fast open wheel car around there. I wouldn't want to take a prototype around there. Yeah, yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever actually done that. Maybe something, maybe something for some point. I will just chuck a chuck an LMP1 car around. <laughs> But everyone loves touring cars. As it's almost great. impossible to hate touring cars. That's because touring cars are great. They are. We are really fishing for things to talk <laughs> about, aren't we? No, no, I think, I think we're... Because we've still got the... Obviously, the... Should, should we just jump to the... Because you want to have a rant about it. We can jump to the fun police Oh no, someone took a vehicle to a racetrack. Right, because I can understand to an extent their issue with it, but he didn't have his helmet on properly. Where he F1... drives a 300 kilometer an hour race car. He's, yes. do, he's on a 50 kilometer an hour scooter. Yes, and guess which one is safer? The F1 car. Yeah, so I can understand the issue of him not having a helmet on but that's not what their issue is no it's unauthorized entry <laughs> yeah, when he was <laughs> getting back from being on the track and guess whose car caused the red flag it would be his i think he, so might he was already left it so <laughs> he was already on the track right taking part in an authorized session yes and to get off the track he took a vehicle because yes. he's no longer worked. Yes. And what all... part of that says unauthorized entry to you? 
And as far as I know, there were no other speedy cars on track. Yes. The, the track was empty other than a tow vehicle. Seb was legitimately for the, the first slowest and probably thing on that track. No, the fastest <laughs> thing on that track was Seb on a scooter. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know he only has to beat the tow truck, but whoa. I've ridden the scooter. <laughs> the entire time you felt unsafe whilst riding it, though, didn't you? No, I didn't. I was <laughs> leaning down, pretending I was Sir Francis Rossi. <laughs> on a ped. <laughs> but it's, I, I, I can understand if they were like going at him saying, Seb, you should have had your helmet fully on, you naughty, oh. naughty boy. And Seb goes. Even I would go, maybe. Well, at that point, if I was Seb, I'd go, yes, FIA, you are correct. I tell you what, I will give a charity of my choosing ten thousands of my money because I'm just a good guy. And there we go, I punished myself. I will. I will give the the helmet wearing charity. Not only that, that. But F one but F one are trying well, they're trying to make it look like they're doing things for fans. And every fan at that track loved when he did that. And they've come down hard to make sure it can never happen again. I just think like somewhat are the FIA just picking at stuff for the sake of picking at stuff? Because also, this I think week they're they've... picking on Seb because he speaks out at them a lot. Well, like this week also, they've decided to turn around and go, well, we're not happy with jewelry. Yeah. We're, we're making that thing, which obviously, there's only one real driver that wears a decent amount of it, which is Lewis. And I'm not saying they're doing it because it's Lewis. I'm just thinking this feels like a fairly pointless thing to be having a go at. And even Max had a laugh with Lewis about this one. About yes. his nipple rings. <laughs> and that, if, I if, did see that. If you're if you're at the point where you've said something, and Max and Lewis, who I don't think hate each other at all, so a lot of media has been created around that. Do I think they're going around each other's for barbecues? Fuck no. No. Well, I don't think they dislike each other at all. I, I just don't think they're best friends. But the point those two are having a laugh about nipple rings at your expense. I think you might be on the wrong side of this argument. Definitely. And you know for a fact that Seb's going to make a joke about this ped thing at some point, or someone's going to make a joke to Seb about this ped thing. And again, if you're on the wrong side of a Seb joke, are you on the right side? No. So, FIA, maybe deal with the big things, like the fact that two weeks ago we were racing somewhere where there were missile attacks and a questionable human rights... Um, fucking well, it's not even history. It was literally they were saying the day before the F1 got there, they just randomly hung a few people because they stole an apple. I don't know, or were gay, or or any of the above reasons they fancy, like beheading people. Fuck those. Maybe just question that one. Or again, the old, it's okay, that missile was only targeting an Aramco facility and our entire track is covered in Aramco logos. You you mean the the Aramco Grand Prix sponsored by Aramco at Aramco, Aramco, Aramco? Aramco. Like Mick Schumacher, like Conspiracy Theory, Mick Schumacher only crashed into those barriers to draw our attention to 
Aramco. <laughs> Nicholas Latifi only crashed into the barrier with Aramco on it because Aramco. Although, have you been seeing some of the advertising banners? It seems that Mick Schumacher and his dad, Michael, own their own cruise line. Have you been seeing MSC Cruises? No, I have not. Pay attention. Is this every? Is this a cruise company that will, like, take a punt at other cruise ships and potentially, um, turn in on watch them? it? <laughs> watch it. No, no. I'm saying it would if if they had a cruise company, it would be a really, really, really good cruise company. Like, it would possibly be. The best cruise company there ever has been, but there the will be a problem... few occasions where that cruise company does turn in on another cruise ship. Yeah, and <laughs> the fact that I don't think they'd ever stop at ski resorts. <laughs> it's all right. Ski resorts are famously landlocked. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't think they're gonna be. <laughs> Pulling up dock at Aspen, Colorado, you know? <laughs> so uh, are we essentially uh, to, saying... <laughs> uh, any Michael Schumacher fans out there, I'm, I'm sorry. To what, Michael, what? if you're listening, um, but, by you, chance, you're not listening. But, but, by any chance, was Michael Schumacher's great-great-grandfather potentially one of the men that built the Titanic? I don't know. It was a big bit of ice. Oh, oh we're definitely cancelled. No, we're not. Well, that's not that's the worst. Worse thing. than mine. It's not the worst thing we could have said. Oh, that's worse than mine. No, it's fine. I posed You're a an far evil, more... evil man. I posed a far worse topic before this podcast, and we aired on the side of caution. Are we doing that? Okay, we're not. No, we're, we're not doing it. We're not going to do that. I think it's an interesting oh, topic. I, but I, I think it's. I too... tried to segue into it earlier. You did, and I, I heard. It. I was like, "Oh, he's fishing." Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, just I... like, do you want to do this? I, anyway, we'll move think, on before maybe, anyone can clue into what it was. Well, I tell you what. Maybe we'll do it at some point. Maybe when it's not so in the media. Luckily, it was taken out of the media by Will Smith. <laughs> Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> Have we actually covered that? Yeah, yeah, we covered it. I think we, we, we did, we, did yeah. we made a joke about it last week. I can't I can't remember the last time we did this. Last Not last week, the week before. We we made a joke about it. No, it was last did week. We? Yeah, it was last week. We made a joke about it. Yeah, you, you, you definitely got it, got in the jab. Right. Yeah, we, we I think we had a discussion. But either way, yeah, so I'm completely off topic now. <laughs> oh dear! Oh, I have a title for what our podcast could have been last week. Oh, go on then. The Fresh Prince of Jeddah. Shit, that's brilliant! <laughs> Fuck, that would have been perfect. Ah, <laughs> oh, why am I only brilliant after the fact? Oh, it's like one of those things where when you're in an argument with someone, and then you just like yeah. afterwards when you're having that. That mental argument in your head, you're like, "Oh, why did I say that? God, it would have been so clever, and they wouldn't have been able to say anything back." Ah, oh, fucking damn it! I have so many arguments with people. 
I've, it really I've, is a problem. Yeah, I have a lot of mental arguments with people. I, I had one yesterday. I ended up getting called into work. I'm supposed to be on holiday, but I ended up doing something. Sam was really happy about it. No. <laughs> no, I can't imagine she was. It, yeah, it, she was very upset with me. Yeah. So Why do they do that? Why why do they get upset when you go out and earn money? Hang, hang on. It, like, you know what time we're doing this at? She's awake, mate. Yeah, she's preoccupied. <laughs> but seriously, why why do they do that? And, and that that could be our interactive thing for the week. Does, does your partner get mad when you go out and earn money? Yours does it. Mine does it. And she's looking at me. I like, really. I like to think it's because they like us. Maybe, but we like money. Money allows us to have things and stuff. And spend it on them to maintain exactly. their happiness. Exactly. Yeah. I, t- I told you she was listening. You're fucked. Yeah, well. Is where it is, isn't it? Go, 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 you bastard. Oh, why are you so slow? You're still cricketing, aren't you? No, baseballing. Oh, you're baseballing. No, nobody truly yeah. understands that sport. It's too boring. Rock does. I know Rock does, Although but he doesn't listen to our podcast, so he has no idea. Oh, let's let's just have ten minutes talking about how terrible Rock is as a country. Your country's terrible, Rock. His, his country's not terrible. I the medical like... system is terrible. Yeah, but I really like America. Bigger is better, and all that. I I, I think Americans are great. I, I would live in a Canadian city just on the border of America. That's where I'd live. Happy and polite all the time. That thing is cold up there. You'd die. I would, actually. Yeah. Um, that's a funny thing that happened to me yesterday, if anyone cares, because I'm working in a foundry and actually part of my job is to stand next to the very, very hot molten metal. <laughs> this is sort of fire. Averages. Please, please stand here. <laughs> Yeah, no joke. I am, for quite a fair bit of my day, about six feet from said fire. You, and are, that you, metal... are, you are the meme, aren't you? you? You are that meme of that dog sitting in a burning restaurant. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> yeah, no, so there's a, a lid. So it opens. I have to do some stuff while it's open. And then I put the lid down Um, in this the job I'm doing this week and the job I'll be doing next week lid opens i do stuff the closest and that metal is about 1400 degrees celsius so you know okay. it's a little warm it's a little warm but what Tell ended up happening is my body has adapted to being around metal like that so quickly uh that i was standing in audi in the meat section and i was shivering and shuddering like a bitch brilliant so pretty much like <laughs> even in your form of australian pretend winter yeah. Because you guys literally out like when you guys are sitting there going, Oh, it's cold. Fuck you. It's like when us English yourself, people... you coward. Well, it's it's like when us English people are having a summer and we're like, Oh, it's yeah. warm. Oh, it's it's a heat wave. <laughs> yeah. And you you guys are just like, No, fuck off. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I was genuinely shivering and making noises and rubbing my arm like rubbing my arms with my hands and chattering my teeth and shit in a meat aisle and an Audi. I looked like a weirdo. I really did. And I'm quite worried. You are the weirdo. 
oh yeah oh yeah and i'm quite worried with my new job anytime i go anywhere after work before i've had a chance to shower i'm quite worried people think i'm a racist oh well, you've yeah. seen the photo you've seen the photo of what i look like yes after after work and it's it's something justin trudeau would find quite interesting <laughs> that's that's advanced humor well you have no you have said you want to live in canada not anymore. He's not going to let me in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it'd give him political clout. I reckon they'd be like, "Yep, this is fine. This is, this is, this is okay." Oh man, I really love recording podcasts with Scotch. Yeah, Jimmy's on Scotch. That's that's a, that's a thing that's genuinely happened. Jimmy gets a drink because this isn't a ridiculous time in the morning for him and because it's gone 12 o'clock and I'm not an alcoholic I also have a beer (laughs) yeah and this is the first complete weekend I've had off of work in six years that's true where I haven't had to work where I haven't had to work Friday night Saturday Saturday night Sunday or Sunday night we, we we have a race tonight we do yeah, we and do. It's finally enjoying. I, I have to slow down on this beer because obviously it's about, well, se- seven hours or so away. And if I keep drinking at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank got... you for waking up in time for the podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, to be honest, actually, over in the UK at the moment, we're having a, a fuel crisis because of Eco Warriors. So of course we are. I was. I was up this morning because i had to watch the watch the qualifying and then i had to go out and try and get some petrol book it or diesel because i have to drive to london and back tomorrow not tomorrow oh Monday. please record that what driving it'll be like london? caleb from yeah it'll be like caleb from clarkson's farm <laughs> i don't luckily i don't have to go into central london oh <sighs> But yeah, to be I, fair, the, the congestion charge is something I don't understand. We 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 don't have that here. Oh, okay, so that is literally you're just paying for your vehicle to be in London. That it, seems it's, it's it's not as much a congestion charge as it is an eco charge to basically put people off using their own car in the city. Which we have has, different ways of dealing with that. Which has had a fantastic effect of if you ever go to London. The only people that can afford to constantly drive their cars through the centre of London are supercar owners. So it's brilliant. That is a stupid thing. Yeah, it it, it is. But luckily, I don't have to go through the centre of London, so I haven't got to pay any any congestion charges, which which is brilliant. And luckily, I now have enough diesel in the car that I can actually get there. Yay! Because eco places, eco warriors, and you know what? Since we're having a bit of a ramble, there's not too much news to talk about until after tomorrow's race, where something will happen. As we've already said, knowing the results, a man won. Something happened. Um, yeah, no, we currently, yes, Jimmy, a man won because because you'll you'll love this. Yes, we we have um a little while ago we had some eco warriors we have a motorway that basically encircles london it's called the m25 it's very famous in the uk okay, for I've, being i've an... heard of it yeah it's an absolute shit of a road um we had some eco warriors a little while ago 
who decided the best way to get people to stop driving their cars and realize that we're terrible for the planet and we're the worst thing in the world was to sit on the M25. Stopping, oh, that would have ended well. Stopping everyone from using it and holding That's up. how people get run over. Yes. Yes, they should have done. Um, but it didn't. So... And because it's a protest, the police weren't allowed to ma apparently manhandle them off the road until there was a law brought in which they meant we could arrest them, where they were then getting released immediately and going back to sitting on the M25. But they were sat there holding up everyone. Ambulances, everything. People were pleading with them because this is their jobs, their livelihoods, and they are just sat there on the road going, we're not moving because we don't like cars. And you're using That's the problem fuels. is environmentals don't listen to logic or reason. Yeah, which obviously, as far as I'm concerned, if you're going to do shit like this, the best way to obviously get everyone on side is explain your argument to them and bring them over to the fact of there is a better way and show them cute fuzzy animals and all that. <laughs> Not piss them all off by sitting in yes. the fucking road. But they're also targeting the wrong thing. And I, I don't want to get too political. I don't want to get too oh, Jimmy, I'm about intelligent. To get I'm about to get better. <laughs> Go for it. We made it through this crisis. That that was done. They're not sitting in the M25 anymore. A yeah. new group of eco-warriors have decided, how do we one-up this? Well, I know. Should we chain ourselves to the fuel depot gates? Yes, that seems like a smart idea. Should we go around cutting all the tyres on the fuel trucks for the UK? Oh. Yes, let's do that. So there is now currently a fuel crisis happening. Um, obviously, more populated parts of the UK are still getting more fuel because priority. Yeah. There is a lot more people in London than there is, say, where I live in Norfolk. So Sorry, trucks... just quickly. Isn't that yeah. your second fuel crisis of the year? Yes, it is. Neither of them actually involved a lack of fuel, which is fucking even better. So... This morning, I got to sit in a queue at my local supermarket, which I find found the entire thing fucking hilarious. Did you really? Yeah, actually, I did because everyone else and it's some of the most pathetic things I've ever seen today was people because there's a lot of cars trying to get fuel, so they're running a queue all the way around the car park just so people can get fuel. And there's obviously people trying to get in who don't need fuel, who just need to do their weekly shop. But the people in the queue, the people in the queue for fuel, are really against letting anyone get to the car parking spots. So they're like trying to push in. You can't, aren't you? You try to fucking push it. I'm not moving. And the person sitting there is going, "I just want my bread. Oh, I don't fucking care. I want my diesel." So I sat there in this queue, figured I'm going to leave a gap so someone, if they wanted to, could drive down this aisle here and get in and out whereas there's people in front of me who are just sitting there going fuck it i'm not moving <laughs> so I'm, I'm having all the giggles and shits because you know what i need the fuel to get down to london i'm quite happy to sit here and wait for it because this is what's happening there's no point in me getting angry about it except with the eco warriors who are fucking idiots i i might have supported their cause if they weren't ruining my fucking day so <laughs> that's what we uh, have in the UK at the moment, Jimmy. No, but honestly, like they're they're targeting the wrong thing. 
they're literally targeting cars every, aren't the problem. Everyday people. Everyday people cars is what they're targeting. Cars are not the environmental problem. Global production and massive corporate pollution will outweigh anything cars will ever do. Yes. Ever. And cars have deliberately become more fuel efficient and better. Obviously, not perfect. But I can go on the website right now and offset my entire year's worth of worth of fuel by donate. Like Sam was talking about doing it, donating to some people that plant trees to offset your carbon usage. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't listen to a word you just said. Oh God, what's happened? Are you in trouble? <laughs> what have you done? No, I haven't done anything. The um. Both of my cats are taking a lot of delight in uh, knocking everything off and ruining Sam's life. I can hear, I can hear her in the background. It's not happy noise. I'm kind of in the middle of something. Oh no! You have to, you have to. <laughs> I may be in trouble. Have they just become your cats? Like, individually yours? <laughs> that is a common tactic. <laughs> no. No. So, um, can you please talk about something for five minutes, and then I will reach you once I've yeah, sorted abs- this mess out. Absolutely. So, I'm, I'm going to Please pose... tell us more about your day. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pose more of a question to everyone, all five people that listen to this podcast. With with the obviously most of you live in the UK except for you, Axie. Well done. I don't know how your fuel's doing, but how do you feel about this currently? Because I understand that they have a good reason for what they're doing. They they are trying to benefit everyone's children going into the future. But is this the right way? Is there a better way? Do you enjoy sitting in fuel queues? Am I rambling right now just because Jimmy's not back after the cat's fucked up Sam's life? Jimmy is back. Um... <laughs> but the, the the point is, yeah, along with Jimmy's question he asked earlier, let's let's have that one. Is is this the yeah. right way to have a protest by pissing off the entire country you're trying to get on board? That that's my question. I'm gonna say no, because <laughs> again, corporate pollution is much worse than cars. Uh like I said, I am I am all for saving the world, but in the right way. And the right way is not pissing me off. Turns out you need people to go to work, to earn money, to pay taxes, to fund your country, who can then put some of that money, hopefully they've taken off you, back into projects about finding better solutions to deal with any energy crisis that's coming. Not but the thing is, stop people from working. The thing is, there's been multiple attempts at hydrogen cars there's been multiple attempts at cars that run off water multiple successful attempts at cars that run on water but the problem is they aren't taxable enough commodities to where they can get government funding because the government won't make any money off tax do you know what jimmy there is ultimately there is a far easier solution at the end of the day and that is but it is easier to look at different ways of powering your house and electricity and all that bringing them off coal gas and everything else 
that oil isn't needed in those areas. If you solve that, oil then basically becomes a car's commodity. Yes. Which would drop the amount of that. It would, it would instantly drop the amount all of it's been using if you get rid of all the nat natural gas usage, everything um, through different energy sources, wind, solar, nuclear, because it's actually very safe and it is a thing. People just like yes. to bring up Chernobyl. Um, the problem uh, is solar doesn't work in the UK. Yes. Um, a British company this week apparently have made massive, a big stride forward in um, fusion. Right. Or fission, whatever you want to call it, um, which is basically the harnessing what the sun does, which is um, two hydrogen equals one helium and a whole lot of energy from it. It's very safe. It's Harness also it. clear. Hang on. British... A British company is investigating what the sun does. That's actually quite hilarious. Yes, because we just wanted to know. Well, um, oi, what's what, what's that big big yellow thing in the sky? We should look into <laughs> it. It looks quite good. But yeah, looking into that and removing the need for fossil fuels in your day to day electricity usage is far better than trying to stop cars from using it because we're not there and guess what when you're charging your wonderful little ev car if anyone's got a tesla none of us do because none of us can afford one the point is where are you charging it because if it's at home it's using some form of fossil fuel to power it unless you live in a magical eco country i don't know about or um that place in the marvel movies wakanda yeah which none of you do so the, the, the easier solution here is to actually focus on, like you said, where the real problems are. And it's not cars. <laughs> bring back V8s. Yes, bring back V12s. Oh, bring, bring back flat 12s. Bring back engine options. Bring back flat 6s. Subaru would be happy. Oh, no, they're a flat 4, aren't they? Porsche would. Porsche would be very happy. Yeah, just just bring back engine options. Don't take away the V8 from us. It sounds too good. Are we there? Have we, have we had a rant? Do we need any more rants? I, think we, I don't think we need one anymore. I think we're about this. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, um, in conclusion, this has been a massive ramble because F1 hasn't done anything particularly exciting. Neither of the motorbikes. The V8s haven't either. We need no, bit... the motorbikes are in Austin at the moment. We need some controversy. Lewis Hamilton is a Nazi. Ah, there it is. Yeah, you, you know what? You hadn't said it all podcast. I can't be mad. That's it. I even mentioned Lewis earlier. You didn't say a thing. No. Um, there you go. I'm going to let we, you have that. You can have that one for we, free. We need. We need controversy. Yeah. Um. Ah, Nikki. Is still very upset about the fact that he doesn't have an F1 drive. And I find that hilarious. Yeah. And I can say without a shadow of doubt, the entire F1 community is way more upset when he does have one. Yes. <laughs> so I don't have any sympathy. Um, yeah, I think we've just about covered it. If we've forgotten anything, please let us know in the comments. Um, we won't fix it. No, we'll, we'll we'll forget about it by next time. Um, I've 
Yeah, because we're, we're not doing the controversial topic I said about earlier. I think you're right. We, yeah. we need to leave that one. Yeah. Um, and everyone, we're done. Yeah, everyone should come join the race later. I think it's going to be a good laugh. Yeah. yeah, well, that's if you get the episode out in time. I literally, once I've done this, I'm going to go downstairs and start editing to get out the first bit where we, we ramble and then realise we should really be rambling in the podcast. Yeah. I think at some point we probably should just let one of them sit in there just so people can listen to the pre-show ramble. Yeah. But we're not going to do that, are we? No, I'm not going to leave it in. People don't need to hear the pre-show ramble. No. Especially because it's about the subject we're not talking about. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's in there. We're not doing that. No. No, we're um, not. If you'd um, like us to do the controversial topic that you don't know about. Yeah, us... which which you can't know because we've not told you. <laughs> We don't want to upset everyone by posing a question that might upset everyone. Yeah. Talking about a subject that might upset everyone. But I think I think the issue with it is is we we like to have a laugh and a joke and we'll say something just because we we can say it. It doesn't mean it directly is our view, it's just kind of funny. It's like someone might make a G.I. Jane joke and then immediately get slapped for it. It was funny. <laughs> but someone didn't like it and we 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 don't want to upset anyone. No. Unless it's Jimmy and Lewis Hamilton fans and calling Lewis a Nazi. But that's yeah. different. But that's funny. Or when we make a Michael Schumacher joke that we definitely shouldn't make. Yes, see, funny. There is a there is a direct difference between humour and a thing that happened. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we're rambling <laughs> again. We we are going to call it a day. So definitely, or for, yeah. or, for, or for you in the evening where you can go help Sam clean up whatever the cat's just broke. Actually, the last thing, if if you live in Adelaide and you need a job, please let Jimmy know. My work is so drastically understaffed. Um, you get Flash. Flash Gaming is sending you a message. I, I don't think he lives in Adelaide, though. I don't think we have many listeners other than yourself. I wouldn't think so. If you know anyone that lives in Adelaide, <laughs> get him to pop Jimmy a message because he has a job for them. And I don't tell them what the job is. Just say, pop this guy a message. He has a job for you. The job could be several things. We are so understaffed in every department. When Jimmy says he works at a foundry, he's actually a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> need departments, need work. You're a fucking idiot. Uh... Right. I say we go for the obnoxious music. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye, Jimmy.